Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the round 10 edition of the Halfback Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Williams. Magic round is upon us. I'm going up to it. I can't wait for it. One of the best rounds of the NRL regular season. Here to talk through a few plays with us this week is one of the sharpest minds in the NRL, former Cam Raiders halfback, currently working at Racing and Sports, Sammy Williams. Sam, how are you, mate? Good, boys, but you got that wrong, Tim. Magic round was last weekend. Jack White and any time try scorer and, oh, oh. <laughs> and Khan Carrera scoring a double. Magic round's been a gone. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. I've never seen, uh, He's back. Someone, He's back. <laughs> I've seen anyone stroll into a studio with a bit of kicking their step at Sam Williams this week. I tell you what, needed it. Uh, I was... Uh, out at the Wagga game, covering it on the sidelines, and when Jacko went through the gap, I went up, <laughs> went up on the sideline. I'm not sure the ten and a half thousand in there sort of realised what was going on, but um, yeah, thanks, Jacko. <laughs> uh, also with us is XTAV data analyst, head of analytics at KO Sports, Jimmy Hughes. James, how are you, mate? I'm great, mate. It's just good to see Sam's back in the game. Um, you know, I'm going to see a big run from him now. I think. It was yeah. an unfortunate start. I was a bit unlucky in a lot of areas, but yeah, we just <laughs> oh, had to stay strong. Stay strong. Big dog's back. <laughs> Keep your face. He's ready. Very, uh, there's a lot of similarities between Sam and the West Tigers, actually. You know, tough season, but monkey's off the back now. So hopefully, mate, like the Tigers, you can jack, string a few together for us. Don't ever compare me to the West Tigers ever again, please. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gone that bad. I had a couple of low weeks and I had a couple of winners earlier on. Yeah, right. Anyway, right. right, right. <laughs> uh, so, guys, uh, the SC Playbook WhatsApp group, if you're a straight listener to the Halfback podcast and you're not a super coach player and, and not as around the rest of the SC Playbook stuff, uh, for subscribers only, we do have a WhatsApp group available where we, you know, we talk all things super coach and NRL late mail and all things rugby league in general. We have started up a thread in that WhatsApp group talking all about the Halfback podcast, about our plays for the week, uh, about you know the punch that the, we all like and that. What we're going to do is we're going to add Sam and Jimmy Hughes into that thread uh, as of today. And what it allows us to do is over the course of the week, if there's player outs or our bets change or anything happens there or new bets pop up, we like things, we've seen something that we missed uh, when recording the podcast, we can drop our additional plays in there, which I think is a nice little incentive there. Uh, And also, if you've got questions for the boys or myself, we can chat about that across the weekend as well. So open a nice little communication thread there. So if you do want to subscribe to SC Playbook, you can go to the website, scplaybook.com.au. Go to the menu and there's a a subscribe tab in that menu. Now, that's last 
recap last week's results. And Sam, we'll start with you, mate. You've you've come good, as we said. You Great lost, idea. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on to our round ten plays. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, your lock of the week, mate, Jack White, an anytime try score, $3.20. You called it last week. You said he'd come out at the point to prove that he was there for the season. His heart was in it. Anyone who doubted that, I think, was a bit of a fool because that's not what Jackie Whiten's all about. Scored very early on in that game to salute at a very tidy three twenty for a lock of the week as well, I'll say. So uh, good match there. Mate, your value player of the week, Mr. Reliable. Olafiano Khan Pereira to score a double at $5.75. Nailed that one as well. Even your Hail Mary, you were all over uh, that Parramatta game and Parramatta putting a bit of a score on there. You didn't get there. It was $34, but you had Gutho, Moses, Sivo, and Marzu to score. Sivo had none, could have had four. Gutho could have had about seven. Moses got a couple in there, I think. Uh, and our boy, Greggy Marzu, no good last week. So, But, mate, it's a big week. Yeah, I was yeah, I was pretty happy about it to be perfectly honest. Um, if you might not have gathered, uh, but it's um, yeah, it was a good week to you know. Hopefully, the punters had a few wins. What I will say, I actually noticed in the Parramatta game because I got a couple of tries with Moses and and Gutho early on, and I had Sevo on the wing. Um, I, I actually felt that Sevo and um, the right side of Parramatta a couple of times, they're missing the jump. Uh, both Gutherson and Moses are getting their nose through. I think uh, Will Panasini got his nose through too. And they're five or six metres behind the play. Now, I just think that they're missing the jump a couple of times mm. and it's probably a fatigue thing. But as a winger, if, if they get their nose through, you've got to be right up there. And I was actually a little bit disappointed with a couple of the support plays of the Parramatta edges. So, you know, it's something I think they could have scored two or three more tries as a side uh, if they played a little bit flatter. One thing I find when we're putting our plays together for the week, Sam, is that in particular Parramatta and the Sharks can be quite difficult to land these same games because their attack is so balanced across the board. They've got they're very good on the left edge, they're very good on the right edge. I don't think either edge of those sides is, is much more dominant than the other. They don't go to particular areas of the field and try to hit that exact corridor all the time, like we see a lot of teams do and play to their strengths. They're they're so balanced from one to thirteen. I couldn't agree more. I think they're really, really difficult because there's only so many, there's only a certain amount of people that can actually score in a game. You know, you can't have 13 players. We can, but 13 players aren't going to score every week. So sometimes, you know, the winger outside the centre might score a hat trick, and the poor old centre misses out. But it is hard. The other one are the Rabbitohs at the moment. Their right side is absolutely humming with Latrell and and Cody swinging across the right. The right side scored the vast majority of, of tries this year. So. To try last year, you could quite heavily rely on that left edge, but this year, because they're swinging, a lot of the time we've said it a lot of times, you know, Johnson is a great finisher, a great footballer, but it's what's done on the inside, and that's usually around Cody and Latrell. And with them swinging to the right, it's Campbell Graham who's still scoring mm. some great tries off his own bat as well. But I still just think that they're a hard one to pick at the moment as well. Yeah, I, I like finding plays in teams like the Sharks and Eels because I think there's often great value and. You might see someone like Dylan Brown, who I don't think he'd scored until last weekend. So that's because the, the attack is so shed. On the bunnies, some great stats around that left and right. It was intriguing me how dominant the right edge had been after that bunnies being such a left side dominant side for a long time. Last year, they scored 48% of the tries on the left and 30 on the right. Massive difference and not one that surprised anyone. This year, 37% on, on the left, 55 on the right, which is an enormous swing in that side. And, there's some other good ones around that coming shortly. But firstly, Hughes, we'll get to you, mate. 
Uh, you nailed your lock of the week. You stuck strong going against the Broncos two weeks in a row. Broncos fans would have had their pitchforks out for you if the Broncos come and did a number here, but you had the Rabbitohs to win, giving away the four and a half start at $1.96, and that romped in. Yeah, yeah, and no, I know there was a fan of, of the page of SC Playbook on uh, on Instagram, Cam, who was kind of getting into me about backing against the Broncos again. And, uh, <laughs> thankfully, I, I got through with this one. Uh, I, I guess speak around the the modelling and and how my stuff works. You know, generally, the good thing about it is it kind of removes the concept of what the media is thinking, and it removes the concept of what the general public's thinking, and it just goes off pure numbers and how, how the players are playing. So I understand Cam's point uh, and sometimes I will lose him. So uh, forgive me there if I do, but I, I, I'm, I'm quite happy to uh, continue to keep back in what I've got going. Yeah, and also if we get shit wrong, just feel free to roast us. Happy to cop it, especially exactly. in that WhatsApp chat. Just launch. Especially I disagree. Soon. I disagree. <laughs> I want Pat it on the back. I want to, it's all good, Sam. We'll be I'm better next week. That's what I would rather. I spent 12 years in the NRL. I don't need any more abuse. <laughs> Didn't retire to got more. I retired to happy to a peaceful place on a farm in the back of the back of Canberra. I just want to live my life out. <laughs> Sam just agrees to get Sam just agrees to get on the WhatsApp group and then gets roasted. All right, I'll be away. there. I'll be there for twenty four hours and I'll be gone. <laughs> uh, my my place for the week no good. Duck eggs. Marju anytime is my lock of the week at two dollars twenty. The big fella let me down. I was at that game, and that was an absolute romp from the the Eels. They were outstanding. Played 80 minutes of great football. And uh, what's the saying, Sam? Form temporary, class permanent? That's correct. Yeah, we'll stick by that one this week. Guys, we're exclusively using Betar Markets for our plays this season. To follow along with them, you can find the link to any of our weekly SC Playbook multis in any of our articles at scplaybook.com.au or on the social posts that we send out of a Friday. We're going through those channels and let's bet our know that we sent you. So it'd be much appreciated if you are linking up to do it through that link. No market last week. The week before that, we had Nico Hines, 65 plus fantasy points in the Will Kennedy try at $3. Nailed that. This week, James Tedesco, 50 plus official fantasy points into Joey Manu try at $4.20 against the Cowboys, who are missing a stack of players uh, again this week. So if you want to follow along with that, I believe it's the only NRL fantasy markets that you'll find on the web. So get around that. Very important to remember, though, that you win some, but you lose more. For free and confidential support, call 1-800-858-858 or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Let's get to our round 10 plays. Sam, your Brian Bevan lock of the week, 65% of the take. Yeah, I've gone to the um, you know, Magic Weekend this weekend. We're watching a lot of football. Uh, it's very exciting. You know, there's a, a really big contingent of uh, people from all over Australia. A lot of my mates from down this way are heading up for the weekend. Um, so I think we can sit there and enjoy the games. And I, I actually reckon that there's three locks who I think win. Um, I, I really do think that Cronulla is going to be too good for the Dolphins. What concerns me about the Dolphins is they conceded 30 points last week, and I think Cronulla is attacking as as good as anyone across the park within the NRL. So I, I think that Cronulla's attack might be just too good for the Dolphins, although they will be up for it. It's effectively a home game for the Dolphins. I just think there's too much class in that Sharks side. The other one, I think, I think that the Brisbane Broncos would be too good for Manly. Uh, yeah, they're fairly short, a dollar twenty-four. So I'm not going straight out with them. So, but I do think that the Broncos class across them, uh, Turbo, if he plays, I'm not sure what what the info is there, but I just worry that he's he's so far off his best at the moment. It, you know, it really concerned me getting run down there from from the front front rower there a couple of weeks ago. So that is a concern. 
Um, there's only so much the man can do, but I think Brisbane win in a big weekend at home. And I really think that the Penrith Panthers, if they lose this and, and, and look to be dropping out of the top eight, you know, I just don't think it happens. I think they've got too much class there, uh, proven for a long time. I think that, that they win as well. So you get $2.02. So we, we're getting just better than even money for those three sides. So it's Cronulla, Cronulla Brisbane and the Panthers all to win at 2 bucks. Yeah, like those, mate. It, the Sharkies was one game that I felt similar. I really wanted to go hard at and go at the Sharkies, put it on a scoreline. But the the despite every every belief that I had, it was like the Dolphins just seemed to get up for these semi, I won't, won't call it a milestone game, but like their first Magic weekend. It's at Suncorp and I had a few faces back. And while the class with the Sharks, I just thought, oh, the Dolphins, Wayne Bennett just seems to get them up for these certain games. Maybe this is another one, but... It does read well for the Sharkies, doesn't it? Well, man to man, it probably does read well, but I can most certainly see your point. I really can. They'll they'll come out absolutely firing the Dolphins. They'll have a real dig. It's just whether or not they can sustain the the, the class of the Cronulla Sharks side. Um, I just think there's too much points across the board for the Sharkies. So, yeah, look, the Dolphins have proved a lot of us wrong all year. There's no reason why they won't again this weekend, but, yeah. I've got him in there. I've got Sharkies to win the comp at the moment. I think they are absolutely flying. Husey, your lock of the week. Um, boys, my lock of the week, I'm going to go to the probably the best game of the weekend. I think we could all agree is Melbourne South game. Uh, and I did back South last week, but I'm actually on the Melbourne side of the yeah. bandwagon this week. Uh it's quite interesting. I think like Craig Bellamy would be loving it. I think that he's, he's got them somehow flying under the radar at the moment with the Broncos and South kind of dominating the, the headlines and Melbourne's just chopping, chopping along there, kind of still in the top four. But, so I'm going to go for a very close game and I'm trying to take a bit of value here, to be honest. So I'm going to go Melbourne 1 to 12 at $3.30 for my lock. Uh, yeah, so a bit of value there. I think. I, I just can't see it not being a close game, but Melbourne Melbourne to win. I've got Melbourne four points favourites. You know, both teams, you'd probably say quite full strength and it's just going to be a great battle, I think. Usually teams off the bye this year have been really, really good. Uh, I'm finding yep. that sort of... They're winning a large majority of the time. I think the losses have been like underdogs who have been tight losses. So I think that's a big factor as well. Absolutely. So, yeah, all, all things hopefully pointing there. You know, South have had some tough games recently as well, so hard, hard for them to continue to get up after these big battles. I have gone with Selwyn Cobbo, anytime try scorer at $1.62. Uh, pretty weak, let's be fair, $1.62. But uh, as I've said before, when they are a little bit lighter, firstly, that is a profit with 65% of our bet for the week. Uh, and I know a lot of people multi our locks together, so it'll help the value there. Jake Chaboyevich missing, doesn't miss much footy, that bloke. that He's going to be sorely missed. Missed the last three games last year for Manly. Uh, lost all of those. few numbers to throw at you here. So Brisbane scored 44% of their tries on the right edge, 39% on the left. Manly concede a monster 55% on their left edge. It's the second most of any edge in the NRL, at least in terms of the, the makeup of the team. Interesting, Sam, I found that last year and in the past, Manly, it's, you know, a lot of the bets last we had last year were going at DCE's edge on the right. And 
Last season, the right edge conceded 50% of the tries. This year, it's down to 19. Now, what I put that down to, and, and I'll get your thoughts, but Manly have had three different halves on that left edge this season. Josh Schuster's been in and out there. I believe Kay Weeks went in there, Cooper Johns. And just bringing these combinations together and trying to, you know, you talk about attacking cohesion, but defensive cohesion in these combinations, it's really difficult, isn't it? It is very difficult, and there's a very simple answer for that. Kieran Foran isn't there anymore. Now everyone sits back and worries about attacking players. We've just seen the hysteria in the media around Jack White, and Kieran Foran's one of the best defensive halves in the whole comp. So when you've got Kieran Foran on one edge, and I've got no doubt that the numbers for the Titans don't lie either, Mm. when you've got Kieran Foran on one side who holds a defensive side together, you're going to go to the opposite side. So for me, it's very, very simple. He's not there. You've mentioned a few changes in halves. That's another reason as well. But you lose someone like Kieran Foran, we we, we forever are looking at attacking numbers. No one ever talks about defensive. No one ever talks about defensive cohesion and the players around them and all that sort of stuff because they don't sell papers. They don't don't care about it on the news. You don't show a highlights reel of Kieran Foran making three or four good legs tackles one-on-one. People don't see it unless you're missing them. Exactly right. But (laughs) Kieran Foran doesn't. So this is where I'm going with that all. Like it's, it's a very simple formula. Kieran Foran's not there and there. So it gives you an opportunity to go to both sides. When Foz left, Cherry Evans is probably the happiest bloke in the NRL because he's gone, you beauty. I'm going to get 80% less with the attack thrown at me. Yeah, we'll try defending with Jack Whiten on the left-hand side. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I spent my whole life getting every single person thrown at, at me, you know, probably part, partly my own doing. But, you know, this is the, this is the world you live in. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Jack goes out. Oh, that's a shame. Hopefully <laughs> <laughs> well, 45 tackles this week. Can we find a rookie half within the club somewhere that can play <laughs> on the left? <laughs> Uh, does that does that give a bit of pressure on Manly to be honest on the on even DCE's side? If we're saying last year fifty percent were down his edge and now just out of chance that the other side is kind of having a lot of changes that the attack's going down there, but what happens if it balances out and does that mean that Manly are gonna cop it on both sides of the field what if, say- if you know back under the season? Jimmy, the thing is, I mean, I'm curious to see. I've got it written down, so I don't have it on me right now, but the actual numbers in where they're conceding and how many they're conceding because you could still effectively have a really tight middle where you concede zero tries through the middle and have 50% of the tries on the left and 50% of the tries on the right and still have massive numbers. Or if you've conceded, like, percentages, they're all good and well. Let's say a side's conceded five tries all season and five tries down the right side out of the first 10 games. Or you're conceding 100% of tries, but you're still defending really well. So yep. I've got the numbers there somewhere. We'll report back next week. But it's the numbers as a whole. Are you defending well as a whole? Or is it just the fact that these percentages are skewed? Yeah. For example, the Broncos, who have one of the best defences in the NRL, they're conceding 55% of their tries on the left edge. Most for any NRL team, in the comp- anyone in the competition – doesn't mean they can see the most points there, but just in terms of yeah. areas of targeting. But, yeah, no, it's a really good point. Uh, Sam, your value play of the week? Yeah, value play, I've gone with um, – I think he's in for a really big game on the back of the pressure that's coming to the club and the fact that they've lost a couple in the road. But I think Nathan Cleary is an anytime try scorer at $3.40. I think as a player, as a halfback, it was a little bit the same around the thinking with Jack White last week wanting to stand up, 
And sometimes you just find that little bit of energy to either take the line on or support or put yourself within the game when the pressure's on. A lot of tries, Cody Walker's a really good example and the Trell scoring tries lately. They're around effort and putting yourself around the ball. And I think Nathan Cleary is going to take a lot of responsibility this week in getting that Panther side over the line. The three dollars forty for him to score, I think, is a little bit a little bit of overs. And I've got that combined with Jesse Arthur's as anytime try scorer at a dollar eighty three. You're getting six dollars and twenty two. Um, I still think that you know you look at last week, Carl Pereira scoring a couple, um, but I just reckon that that um, left edge for Brisbane. I reckon Jesse could be on the on the back of a couple of um, you know Reese Walsh passes where he gets to the outside of his three men. Uh, they're looking good at, at times, Brisbane, uh, but I reckon those two together at six dollars twenty-two is the play. Very nice, mate. Uh, I've gone. I've targeted that Broncos manly game as well this week. But firstly, Hughie, let's get your value play of the week. Twenty-five percent of the bet. This is. Uh, my value, boys. I'm going to go for a, a multi, a bunch of lines. So. Interestingly, I've got two that kind of contradict what Sam said in the lock, but I've, I've, I'm taking big pluses. So there's a very good chance that both of us can win. Um, so I'm going to go for Manly plus 10.5 against the Broncos um, into Penrith minus 11.5 versus New Zealand. Dolphins plus 9.5 versus Cronulla and Parramatta minus 6.5. So generally, that's all kind of based off where my model's sitting um, so I'm going to make those plays, but very interesting, yeah, that I'm I'm going against Sam a little there, but hopefully we can both jag some. But that all rolls out at thirteen dollars. Husey, your model could be the best bit of uh, IT on the planet, but throwing the eels in, like seriously, I know week to week. The, I I love throwing anytime try scorers in for the eels because they're so good in attack when they're on. But in terms of winning and losing, far out, they're hard to predict. Yeah, mate, I, I think we've all kind of uh, been, you know, stung a bit by para this year uh, and, and me, me me, and Sam probably more so. But, um, you know, they had a good win last week. I'm just hoping that now now is a bit of a turning point in their season. You know, the model has been generally saying that they're good, but I've kind of stayed away from them in the last few weeks just due to just personal opinion. But I'm, I'm kind of back on the on the train now. Yeah, they were outstanding last weekend. My value play of the week. I've gone against Shahuzi. I reckon the Broncos put a scoreline on here. They, what was the score last year? 40 nil or 36 nil. So they absolutely towered up Manly. Uh, Sam's already touched sort of on on most of those. The question marks there. We throw out Jake Trebojevic being out. The question marks around Tom Trebojevic. There's just Toa Sipley who'd been good the last few weeks. He's out as well. I, I think they're a bit light on it, and I think the Broncos will be very fired up, and they're full strength, the Broncos, at Magic Round. I think they put one on here. So I've gone with Reese Walsh, anytime try scorer. Jason Saab, anytime try scorer. That is around that Broncos left edge conceding 55% of their tries number stats, and the Broncos to cover the negative 11.5 line. That's paying $9.50. Sam, your Steve Jackson, Hail Mary of the Week, 10%. Yeah, I think it's a it's a pretty tough week in a lot of areas. Um, but I've actually gone to Sunday's game, Sydney Roosters and the North Queensland Cowboys. I've got Valentine Holmes to score a try. Actually, this is paying a bit too, boys, which will get you excited. Um, <laughs> yeah. Valentine Holmes to score a try, uh, depending on how where Drew lines up as well, Drew Hutchison. I think that um, he'll mm. do a, he'll do a jo- job for the Chooks, but 
I think he'll see the vast, just like we were talking earlier, I think he'll see a lot of attack come at him. You know, he's only got to slip up once or so for it to um, get Holmes over the line. So I think Valentine Holmes to score. Uh, then for the Chooks, I've gone with the two back rowers, the two big superstar back rowers in Crichton and Tupanua, both to score. Now, they're both paying a good whack into the Roosters to win. You're getting $67 about that. So, I um, mean, you can individually, you can play around all of them because they're all backable prices. But let's go out there. It is a Hail Mary, um, 67 bucks. Yep, that's where I've gone. Mm, yeah, starting to build into some some decent minutes there then, boys. And Angus Crichton in particular, he'll be every chance to, to start on that left edge come game day, I would imagine. I reckon that Butcher might have locked down the, the right edge for him. But Egan Butcher, I do see, is moving in the middle at some stage once Crichton is fully fit uh, after missing the start of the season. So big one there. Husey, what do you got for us? Yeah, now you guys mentioned about the Manly and a couple of the potential outs. So I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it against any punters out there if they took Manly out of my multi. But uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to keep it in there. But I'm happy if, if the boys go with you guys on that one. But uh, my Hail Mary going into the the Raiders game, I've got, I've got them quite solid favourites against the Doggies. Uh, I think they've all, always been an over underrated team this year, um, and they're scoring 42 percent of their tries up the middle. Uh, so I'm going to throw in a couple of anytime try scorers from the centre of the field. So I'm going to throw in uh, Papali'i in, in there, just to burst over, uh, and, and Whiten to, to double up from last week as, as Sam was cheering him on. So, you know, the Doggies have conceded, bar last week's game against St George, they've conceded over 30 points in the last three games. So I'm hoping that the Raiders can uh, put a bit of a show on and, and hopefully put that show on through the middle. Yeah. Like comes out at $41, sorry. Beautiful. Plenty of value going around, boys. A uh, bit of mail. Jacob Kiraz, highly unlikely to play uh, in this game as well. That'd be a massive outfall. He was looking at return from injury this week. Not confirmed, but looks that way. Gerald Skelton suspending New Wales Cup last week. Looks like young, I believe his name is Blake Wilson, uh, going to debut for the Doggies on the wing there. So that's all going to help you, mate. Maxi King is also 50-50 for that one. So if there are a few laid outs, I'll turn an entire into that for you. I threw that one in the sports bet as well, and that came out at $27. So you're getting a bit of value there at Bet R. Yeah, geez, you normally do, mate. Huge swing. Uh, my how Mary of the Week. I found Isaiah Yo into Nico Hines' anytime try scorers at $35. Isaiah Yo, ten dollars, and I I had the same sort of idea as Sam that I just think Penrith come out two losses on the trot. Last time they lost two on the trot was twenty twenty one, and the first of those two losses was the the bye week also against sorry the Origin week also against the Tigers where they had nearly their entire squad out. So they are going to be so fired up for this one. The Warriors they've been good this year, but that game in the wet would have taken out a lot out of them. It's a pretty quick turnaround. So Yoey at ten dollars through the middle there. The Warriors do concede twenty seven percent of their tries through the middle, which is pretty high comparatively to the rest of the competition. Uh, so yeah, thirty five bucks there, guys. Over the next twelve months, an estimated sixty percent of all fixed rate mortgages are going to expire. Absolute madness. I've spoken with Patty and George about this in detail. They've told me that a lot of their clients still have a rate with one or two in front of it. The average rate is now around 5%. What does this mean? Basically, that for a lot of the of people, their mortgage repayments are about to increase on average by an extra 737 bucks a month. Hell of a lot of money there to find in your budget. If you haven't had a look at when your fixed rate expires or if you're worried about when it does, give the experts Patty and George a call so they can get you on the best rate possible and keep more money in your pockets to put less stress on your finances. 
You'll save $129 on a free consult because you're an SC Playbook listener. So mention SC Playbook when you get in contact. To do so, flick them a message on Instagram at Pat and George Mortgage Choice or call 02-9521-1611. All that plus the info around emails, etc., are in the articles on the SC Playbook website. Uh, Sam, mate, you've got a house. You've got This is like all, all beyond my knowledge, but you'd have a fixed rate mortgage coming up soon or not? Yeah, I'll be ringing Patty and George. The boys just know their stuff. I'll tell you what, any issues I have, I'm ringing Patty and George. Yeah, leave it to, leave it to the professionals, <laughs> mate. Guys, our punters head-to-head battle. Last week, both boys beaten by Tyrell Sloan, not scoring. Cost Anthony Bergman three on the trot and our prize of a jersey if you can go three in a row. This week, it'll be the Rabbitohs Storm game. Christian Norden Skipness, he qualified. Last week, his bet was total points. Under 39.5 in the Dragons-Doggies game. Dragons to score over 11.5. Doggies to do the same. Either team winning by 10 or less at $4.20. Harry White went the Dogs to win under 39.5 at $3.75. He's in as well. This week, Christian has gone with the Bunnies head-to-head. Under 50.5 total points. Storm to score over 9.5 points at $3. Harry has gone with Alex Johnson anytime try scorer. Either team wins by less than 8.5 points. At $3.60. To enter that for next week, Insta Story will go up at 12 o'clock on Friday. Reply with your tip and make sure you have the odds there uh, to enter. Sam, let's get stuck into your tips for the week. And we will start with uh, the Mighty Raiders against the Doggies. The Raiders are at $1.57 in this one. It's a big week for the Raiders because win and you're still a chance of knocking getting inside that top eight after a tough start to the season. So... Really big one. Uh, I, I think that the Raiders will win it. Uh, the Dogs are still missing a few. I just reckon if the Dogs had that sort of couple of players with that O'Carr uh, kick out, yeah, that they are a real threat. Uh, but I'd reckon the Raiders with the you know the tails up probably win that game. Sam Manly versus the Broncos. Obviously, every game at SunCorp Stadium this weekend. You mentioned you like the Broncos. The line is ten and a half. The ten and a half line to got the Bronx at a dollar eighty two. Manly a dollar ninety six. Who would you tip with the line? I'll probably lean towards the Broncos, to be perfectly honest. Fair enough. Warriors and uh, Panthers. Warriors, $3.80. You mentioned you like the Panthers, uh, and the line here is 11.5. Who do you like? I'll probably lean towards the Panthers, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> Somewhere to be, mate. <laughs> yeah, I've sort of had a bit of a chat earlier on about both yeah, those games, yeah. I reckon, yeah. But I, I do think that I think that the Broncos up there uh, – going to be awfully, awfully hard to beat. And I think the Panthers, for the reasons I mentioned earlier, I reckon they're seething the way they're going. They've got a real point to prove. I don't think it mattered who they played this week. I think that the Panthers were going to be very, very hard to beat. Yeah. Sharkies versus Dolphins. You mentioned you're on the Sharkies bandwagon there. Game of the round. One of the games of the year. Storm, fresh off the bye versus the Red Hot Bunnies. Storm $1.99, Bunnies $1.81. Who do you like here? These next two games, I left everything out of it because I got no idea. To be mm. perfectly honest, maybe the storm with the outsiders' price, you can um, you can get just under two bucks for them. I think that if I was having a play, I'd, I'd be taking the storm at the little bit of outsiders' price. But I love the way the Rabbitohs are ticking over. They've got some back rowers coming back that are going to strengthen that area as well. But, God, you know, it's just such a hard one to pick. So I'd probably, because of the price, lean towards Melbourne. That is a sit back and enjoy what should be a class game of footy unless you're Husey, who's all in on the storm. Uh, the next one, mate, 
Holy dooly. Tigers and Dragons. Tigers $1.98. Dragons $1.80. Tough one to tip this one. Who have you gone? Tigers to go back to bat? Honestly, the Tigers can't go back to back, can they? <laughs> can they go back to back? I know. Look, last <laughs> week, I think everyone was, Bar Panthers fans were happy to see it. Look, it was just, it was great for the club. I really, really felt happy for Luke Brooks last week. I think he's copped so much unwanted attention. I know it comes with the price packet, but I really, really felt, um, you know, happy for him to get that win. The Dragons, who knows what they're going to throw up, but. I don't know. I just can't back the Tigers going back-to-back at the moment. I'm going to go the Dragons. bit of mail this week, Sam, and it's something I've been a little bit high on for a while, but uh, the Dragons looking like they're going to play Jaden Sullivan and uh, Talatau and Moaning the halves, Benny Hunt moving to hooker. Now, Benny Hunt, you know, I think he'd had a preference to playing the halves, but I think that makes for a much more solid spine to me, and, and I think there's some legs in it. And it also builds towards their future a bit, which with the the half combination likely being uh, that pair. Well, Ben Hunt and Hook obviously have a very good relationship. I think Ben Hunt would play anywhere to try and keep Hook at the club and try and win. Mm. Um, you know, he's a competitive person anyway, so he's going to want to win these games. But yeah, look, that's it's a decision that had that. It's a bit like Lomax being dropped. You, you can't just keep continuing to go the way they're going and make no changes. There's got to be things that are going on that aren't um, you know, probably not always to the naked eye either, that Hook's seen and he's made a decision. So I've got no issues with the decision. I think that you know Ben Hunt, one of the things about Ben Hunt is he plays a lot of really good footy off the cuff, uh, offloads, quick play the balls, eyes up footy. He's going to touch the football every single tackle. He's their key man. So I have no issue with it as long as it, the defensive side of it doesn't take too much away from his attacking flair. Hmm. Yeah, I like it. It'll, uh, I said, you got to try something. Sam, Roosters and Cowboys, I think you mentioned earlier, like the Roosters, uh, the line is 13 and a half there. It does put the Roosters out to $2.02 and the Cowboys $1.74, but what about the 13 and a half line? Ooh, tough one. Um, I think that the Cowboys, there's so much on the line in this game and there's so much to play for. They've got enough quality there to, 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 to turn it around. So I just think that they're going to be absolutely up for this game for the Cowboys. It's a big game, big stadium. So I, I'd be wary of taking the line. Um, although I think that the Roosters win the game. Yeah, it's the one. I know it hasn't helped them lately, but one thing the Cows have got, their spine is still intact. So they should be able to put a few points on. Anyway, uh, to wrap up the round 10 magic round, another one that, I mean, points overs for starters, but Gold Coast Titans versus Parramatta Eels. Titans is $2.82 outside. The line is six and a half. Who do you like? I'm still going with the Eels. I think that they've still got so many points in them and, and they're, it's not like they're where they want to be on the t- table. They can't afford to let this game slip. They've got to win and they've got to start building some real momentum. So for me, it's the Eels and I'd probably take the line as well. Mm, yeah, should be an exciting game of footy there. Plenty of points in with a bit of luck. Plenty of good attacking footy. We'll wrap that up for the Round 10 Halfbacks podcast. Hughie, thank you very much, mate. Thanks, boys. Have a magical weekend. Oh, will do, mate. Very nice. You're very on, nice, Jimmy. Mate. And uh, Sambo, good luck and good luck going back to bat. Thank you, boys. There'll be no luck needed. Oh, please. Right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.